Welcome to the Vacationeers Theme Parks and More podcast. Join us as we discuss vacation planning, reporting, and reviews on vacations ranging from Disney and theme parks to cruising and beach getaways with everything in between. So grab your passport, a fast pass, and an umbrella drink because the show's about to begin. And now, without any further delay, here is your ghost host, Vacationeer Tom. Welcome to episode 143 of the Vacation Air Theme Parks and More podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Join us on my panel of Chris and Dave from Adventures by D. Once again, thank you so much for joining me for two weeks in a row. Oh, my Lord. You guys are get sick and tired of me. You might cut your own throats. Well, your, your voice boxes. <laughs> yeah, I think I said that wrong. No. Just like no. Joanna, you know, had her, her throat surgery, so she couldn't speak to be on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that was that did not come out correct at all. <laughs> thrilled to be a part of this and i can't yes. wait because you're going to talk cruising and yes we have a, we have a lot of cruise questions you waiting you had it i know led up to this and we're like what's happened you've been quiet on social media yes. went. yeah i i have been uh yeah i've definitely been heads down and not really doing much on the uh, podcast or the youtube or anything i always say that the, the youtube uh, on youtube so it is great to be back uh, doing this stuff and talking cruising because I am a huge fan of cruising. And the cruise we're talking about this episode is the Royal Caribbean's Independence of the Seas. It's a It was a four-day cruise from Monday, February 21st, which was President's Day, to February 25th, 2022. We stayed at room 7451. I know this because I needed that room number every time I got the drink pack. I got the drink package. I needed to give them that room number. So I, I learned that room number quickly. <laughs> I did get the, uh, so let's go over some of the stuff I, I guess I got, cause I don't know how much I went over on the podcast. So the first thing we did, I purchased the key, which is their priority access that they do for, um, oh, man, that's what it is. It's basically your priority access. You, you pay for, be able to get on the ship early, be able to go to the ports early, get off the ship, special dining, and there's all kinds of stuff. I'll go over it right now, actually. I think it was $100 per person for this key. So what it did for embarkation, you got to board the ship at 11.30 a.m. So normal uh, customers could start booking their windows at noon. So I think our window, our normal window was at noon. That we could book, but because we we're the key, they said, "Hey, come at 11:30. You get on the ship early." So that was great. And there, when we got there at 11:30, the people who were there for noon, they were already lined up and they weren't letting them on, and it, it, got, it was pretty backed up. So I'm glad I got it for that. Uh, we got it on embark embarkation day. There was a special lunch, and they served like one of their uh, upscale, you know, extra charge restaurants. They served that menu, so we got basically to eat you know, on the upcharge meal for free. Well, not for free. We paid for it, obviously. Uh, special access to onboard activities. We did not take advantage of this. So like the rock wall, the wave rider, the thing, the wave thing, uh, we didn't do any of those, but you would have special times where only the key people could use it. So that would have been useful, but uh, we weren't doing that. Zoom internet, we each got internet. So we had internet. That was very useful. Uh, priority getting off the ship at Port of Call. So if we wanted to, you know, get off the ship real early, we could get off before everybody else. Uh, we didn't use that either. Special breakfast on the morning of deparkation. So the morning you got up to leave the ship, they had a special breakfast. We actually skipped that. We just got off the ship. In fact, we were back at my condo by, I think, 9th, before 10 a.m. We were 
here back at the gone of the day we got off the ship on that friday so we got off early and we and, and that's another thing like when we went down i think it was like a 7 7 30 7 15 you could start getting off the ship the line i mean the line was literally just looped around i mean it was huge to try to get in but the key people you got right off you didn't have to wait for anybody just so that was awesome so i you know i know matt hotchberg a royal caribbean blog go check him out to his defense, he's a, like a, a platinum member. Or, you know, he's got like a lot of his, a lot of the stuff he gets already because of his level of loyalty. But if you are first time, this to me the key is well worth it. I mean, I I thought it was worth the hundred dollars a person. I mean, just getting off and on the ship alone was worth having it. And the internet. I mean, if you're getting the internet anyway, I mean, I'm not sure how much that costs for the the length of the cruise. But if you're getting that, that's built into it too. And the internet was. Pretty good. I, I can't complain about the internet. I also. So did this? Yeah. Did this sail out of Cape Canaveral? Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, it did sail out of Cape Canaveral. Yeah, we booked this prior to me actually moving down here, so it could have been Cape Canaveral or Miami. And I'm so glad I picked Cape Canaveral because, you know, Miami that's like a five-hour drive, and you know, gas prices nowadays have probably been cheaper to fly for sure. So this I could just drive over, and come back. We we did park at the. Um, the port. So I think it was for the four day cruise, I think it was like 70 or 80 bucks, I think to park, which I don't so know. Cheap, cheaper than an airport. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like cheaper yeah. Than yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. So that was, that was the key. I also bought the, so I was really wavering on the deluxe uh, drink package and I wasn't going to do it initially because if you go online, if, if one person of your party gets a drink package, then the other person in the same stateroom, if you're 21 or over, you have to get the same package. So this package is 300 and some bucks a person. So you're looking at, you know, over 600 bucks for drinks, <laughs> just for alcohol. So that's a lot, especially when I knew, uh, you know, my ex-wife would not be drinking. She doesn't drink that much. So it wasn't worth it. But then thanks to Matt Hotchberg, once again, I was listening to one of his podcasts, the Royal Caribbean blog. He said that you can actually call and you know, say, hey, you know, my my wife or my whoever it is, my partner doesn't drink, and they'll replace the package with a lesser package. So this was a bit of a nuisance because I did call like a week before the cruise, and I talked to a Royal Caribbean representative, and they said, oh yeah, yeah, we can do that, and we'll get her the water package, which is like like 20 waters, but it would have been super cheap. I don't even know how much it was, but. But he said, oh, I can't do it because we're too close to the cruise. You have to do it on the ship. I'm like, well, that's weird. Okay, well, whatever. So then I hung up. And every day after that, I got an email saying, hey, buy this package, buy the package, buy the package. And I got so many emails. Then when I got closer to the date, like within a couple days, I called again. I said, I keep getting emails asking me to buy this beverage package. And yet when I called last week, I was told I could no longer purchase the package because we're too close to sell date. I'd have to wait till I got on the ship. So what's going on? Can I or can I not pre-purchase this package? And she was like, uh, oh, yeah, you can do it. No problem. I'll do that right now for you. And I mentioned about, you know, getting a lesser package. She said, yes, you can do that, but it can't be the water package. Like they, that's too less of a package because it would have been super cheap. So the guy I spoke to initially just had no idea what he was talking about. So I bought her the beverage package, which... Honestly, it was a hundred bucks. You know, my ex-wife doesn't drink soda. This, that's basically what this package is, right? It's soda, bottled water, specialty coffees. Coffees. She doesn't drink soda or specialty coffees. Bottled water. <laughs> really? I bought this package so she could get bottled water and I could get my 
<laughs> my deluxe <laughs> beverage package. So I still did it, and it was fine. I don't regret getting that uh, that package because, oh, man, the drinks you can get. Plus, the great thing about Coco Key, which I'll talk about in a little bit, is it's their private island. So when you get off the ship for the day, they have all the bars set up, and they have the, the people walking around asking if you need drinks. It's it's included. Your, your package works there. So even though you're not on the ship, you can drink all day for free at Coco Key. Okay. So that is just awesome. So I figured because of that, and we weren't really planning on doing too much in Nassau as far as getting off the ship and doing too much. So I figured, oh, well, you know, I'll probably be on the ship most of the day there. We have a sea day. And the circumstances that I was under being <laughs> on a cruise with my ex-wife, I figured, yeah, it's probably a good idea to get the drink package. <laughs> No, I will say. All this. I want to know, Tom, <laughs> yeah. when you get there, I want to know: Did you have a perfect day at Coco Cay? It really, you know, we'll get to that once we get to that. But yes, short okay. answer: Yes. Too long, don't read. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. So. Yes. So, Tom, on average, if you were going to buy the drinks, and you probably wouldn't have drank as much if it was, what are yes. the cost of the beverages Ten, if you were just going to buy them? Ten to thirteen dollars plus gratuity. And then with your drink package, when you're getting these, do you have to tip these the folks every time they get you a drink, or what are you doing the there? The gratuity is included. They they charge you a gratuity when you buy the drink oh. package. A gratuity, the gratuity is included. Now, now with that said, uh, and, and I'll get to this a little bit later, but when we we're sitting watching the like the the guitar guy at the one bar, and the the waitress kept coming and giving me more drinks and more drinks and more drinks and more drinks, I was tipping her a buck or two every time because the reality is, I'd come back. And I'd order like a mojito or something. I'd be sipping on that. And then I'd, she'd come back and eat anything. I'd just get, I'd get my wife, my ex-wife something, even though she wasn't on the plan. She'd still use my card. So it's kind of like, hey, let me tip you a buck or two every time and we're service both of us for our drinks. So you can definitely, and, and I would never <laughs> advise skirting the system or, you know, trying to, you know, uh, avoid paying you know unlike some people who may or may not be members of this podcast who may try to sneak alcohol onto the cruises i would never uh, say that but this you could certainly get away with buying one buying a beverage package and then getting drinks and sharing you could easily do it and will they only serve you one drink at a time or yes. can you get more than one drink yes one at a time and the difference between royal caribbean and carnival is carnival you're stuck at 15 drinks carnival you're unlimited well it's not unlimited you get 15 drinks a day so once you hit that 15 you're done you can't get any more whereas world caribbean there is no limit you could drink and i i tested it out i was drinking and they never stopped me <laughs> and i was drinking for two so at carnival does a 15 also count with like coffees and other stuff too or is it just the alcohol i 15? think it's the alcohol but that's a very good question that i do not know exactly the answer to I assume it's the alcohol, but I'm, I'm not 100% certain. So but, what is the break-even? I think Chris tried to ask this earlier. What is the break-even between if I don't get to drink package and I do? Just like a roundabout. Is it 10 beers a day? Is it four mixed drinks a day? Well, if you average, let's say let's say it's 12 bucks plus a tip. So it's 14 bucks. I guess let's say 15 for, e- for easy math. 15, that's 150 a day. Times what? You got one, two, three, four days, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. You're not drinking, so four days. That's six hundred bucks. One fifty a day. That's three. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the break. I mean, it's not that much. Plus you put the bottle of water. I I got tons of bottled water. 
And bottled water, they didn't care. I, I ordered like two or three bottled waters, and they'd just give them to you. So that was huge because, you know, you're out in the sun, you're drinking, you need to hydrate. So anytime I went up, I'd always get a bottle of water with my beverage and uh, I drink it. So that was very useful. So I, I didn't get any of the specialty coffee, believe it or not. I do like specialty coffee to a degree, I suppose, but I didn't get any of it. I, I didn't buy a single specialty coffee. So I'm thinking. Wait, but, but, but with your drink package, yep, it came correct it. me, it was it was alcohol and it soda. was bottled water. Soda. But did it also include soda and specialty yes. coffee? Yes. Yep. It's the deluxe. Oh, it was. It was. 300 is that what you said? Three? It was three and ch- now it now that was a discounted rate because they they were having a okay. on sale rate so it was 300 and I think or it might have been two but that was like a 90 dollar gratuity so it was over 300 I think it was 430 total price 430 that's with the lux and the beverage the beverage was about 100 bucks so maybe 330 I guess so 330. If if drinks are fifteen dollars each, yeah. If you, you know, tip, yeah. I mean, you don't need depending on five a day would get you there. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's a lot of money for alcohol for sure. But if you want to drink, like like you said, Dave, I would not have drank nearly as much if I had to pay you know out of pocket for it. Well, some some people just the psychology of it, right? They don't. They just want to know they're not going to be charged for it, whether they're going to have two drinks or five drinks. Yeah, you don't have to worry about it. They just I, don't I want was to have drinking, to worry about it. They're I, on vacation. Yeah. I want to get a soda. I can get a soda or a coffee or you know, the, like like a meal plan at Disney. Yeah. yeah. In the freedom of like the one night we were sitting there watching the band and I saw the one in the drink menu. They had the James Bond martini. I've never had a martini in my entire life. I didn't think I was going to like the martini. I don't like olives, but I got it because it cost me nothing. It was part of the thing. So I had it. I I drank it. Yeah, I didn't. I, I'll probably never buy another martini. I'll never buy a martini if I'm paying for it. But things like that, I tried a Bloody Mary. I never had a, a true blue Bloody Mary. I got that. There's just a lot of different drinks they had that uh, you look at the menus like, oh, I've never had one of those. Let me have one of those. If I like it or not, I don't care. I didn't spend $15 for it. You know, I could just set it aside and get something else. So it, it lets you, you know, it's, it's freedom to just try different things and just really just go crazy <laughs> trust me on a cruise you 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 want to be you know drinking and having a good time and being in the sun and oh man there's nothing nothing now, like did you get any headaches or anything from drinking all this different no because uh no i drank water and i never not once did i really even feel any like i didn't even really feel tipsy which is really weird because wow I, I was drinking <laughs> i don't know yeah i mean i don't know what time i started it was in the morning so every morning I got up and went to the gym and the gym on this ship is just to die for. I mean, the thing's huge. All the equipment's like practically brand new. It's well-maintained. They have yoga class. They actually have classes on the ship where you can go like a normal gym. They have different, different classes. They have them all day. They have different classes. So I did, I do that in the morning. I'd get up, go to the gym, uh, eat something light for breakfast. I actually, for being on a cruise, I kind of was pretty healthy. I'd, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> Not really healthy, but kind of healthy. <laughs> I get the I get the feeling these cruise ship gyms are like gyms at the hotel, just very lightly used. Well, so but I could be wrong. Day one, crammed. Like everybody's in it. Like oh yeah, of course yeah. Day four, you can tell the people who are in the gym are the people who go to the gym. Like the people, like the, all the out of shape people that are like trying to figure out how the treadmill works on day one. They weren't to be found on day three or four. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure they were at the buffet. <laughs> yeah, so as the days progressed, certainly the gym thinned out dramatically. I mean, <laughs> but day one, oh my Lord, you'd think it was like New Year's and a regular gym. You know how the gym, all the gym memberships oh, yeah. in New Year's. Oh, oh yeah. I'm getting in shape this year. You know, you buy it for the year and then you go a couple of times. Like, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy. But my man, it was so great. And the great thing about the gyms, most of the gyms I've been to on the ships, they're, they're at the, oh, let me talk uh, ship lingo. I think aft, is that right? The front? I don't know. But you can see, like, like you're on the treadmill running and like, you look out and you got ocean ahead of you, right? I mean, it's just that's cool. It's beautiful. It, it, you, yeah. Did you do the running trail on the on the ship too? Did you ever go outside or? No? I walked the trail. Let me tell you a story about that. So, <laughs> oh, some people are crazy. So we're on embarkation day. You know, everyone goes up to the top as you leave, like as you undock and you you, know, you sail away. So embarkation day, that area is just jamming like just everybody is up there looking outside to see you get off and you know you go off into the cruise so there's no room to go do anything in on this and luckily because we got on early we got our special lunch we got up there got some beach chairs on the very top where the running track was and we were just relaxing all afternoon i was drinking and having a good time and a guy was actually trying to run around the, like he was like he was physically like he went around like six times i counted he was trying to run like do a jog on embarkation day during the sell away like dude go to the gym like what are you doing it, it, uh. he's just like trying zigzag and trying like like give me a break man <laughs> you're insane <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I was like, I'm sitting there drinking though. I'm like, oh, more power to you, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, it was crazy. Um, the other thing I did want to mention was the mandatory safety briefing. So back uh, before COVID, you, you know, you had to go on. Everyone had to go to their muster stations, and they did this long spiel about, oh, if we, you know, if the sinks, if the boat's sinking, you put on the life vest and you do this. Da, da, da. It was always a pain in the butt. It was always, you know, you'd always hear over the the speakers like, uh, Joe, Joe Blow, show up to this thing because they can't leave until everybody does it. So now since COVID, they don't, they, you know, the crowding, uh, they now they do it all virtually. So like when we were sitting during our special lunch, I, I just put up my phone, I watched the videos and then we, after lunch, we walked to the place where our muster station was. The guys signed off that we watched the videos and we're done. It was great. It was so good. It was unbelievable. It's so much better than what they used to do back in the day. And I think the videos are also on your stateroom. So if you went to your stateroom, you could watch those same videos in your stateroom and get credit for uh, knowing what the muster drill is. So I, I think from what I hear, they're just that's going to stay that way even post-COVID. Another interesting thing with the COVID, when we went on the cruise, uh, we had to wear masks indoors. They did have vaccinated sections where you didn't have to wear a mask though I, it was unclear to me when that wasn't so if i was inside i just wore a mask the day we left uh the 25th royal caribbean lifted that and you no longer if you were vaccinated you no longer needed masks indoors at all so we were the last cruise where we were we had to wear masks at certain parts inside the ship and when i was in the ship i always wore it, it to me masks it's not that big of an inconvenience there were certain shows we went to that they said, hey, if you're on the ground floor and vaccinated, you can take your mask off. So I did take it off when they told me I could. But otherwise, I, I just it was unclear to me when I could and couldn't. I think in the casino, you could take it off. But there's so much smoke. And, oh, no. Do they, were they smoking in the casino? Hmm. 
No, I don't think they Maybe were. Maybe residual from years when they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I don't think they were. Unfortunately, the smoking section was off to the one side of the ship. Shipped. <laughs> the one side of the ship where if you're walking past the pool, they had all the table stuff with the, the ashtrays. And if you walk past that side, oh, it was awful. You could smell, you know, all the smokers over there puffing away. Ugh. So what t- what type of stateroom did you have? It was a uh, interior. Uh, in in so, any cruise, you can split the bed. So you can either have one single bed, one, I guess, big no, queen or I don't, know, I don't know what, full, or, or they can split it into two beds next to each other. Now, do they have like a fake thing on the wall so it's like you're outside or a video screen or like something no, no. like that? <laughs> no, you're inside and like you literally walk in, uh, you have a closet to your left, to your right, you have a shower that you have to step into, which or a bathroom that you step into because I guess if it floods, it doesn't flood the whole room. So, you know, I kick that every day. And then uh, once you get past that little section, you you got your bed. <laughs> and the bed, there, there there's maybe between the wall, the, the left wall and the right wall, and depending on how you have the bed configured, either squished together or separated, you have maybe a foot of total space in between the two. Like there is no, there's no, there's no, well, well that's not to be, that's not true because they do have like a nightstand off to the one side. So there is not a lot of room in this room. But you say you were you stayed in the shoebox for four or five days. Yes, yes, it was a shoebox <laughs> for sure. There was not a lot of room. Well, that's not. I mean, for some people, it's not unlike Disney, just a regular hotel room. Yeah, no, because, for sure. Because they're small. But. Well, yeah, but they're small. But that the whole the whole theory is you don't spend that much time yeah. in your room, so. I didn't spend was, nearly any time. Was the shower? Could you turn around, or was it like a capsule, and you were like stuck in one, and you had to bend over because you're tall? Like, uh, no, actually, the shower is fine. I, and now that I think about it, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was like a circle, but yeah, it worked fine. Yeah, no, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> so where was the state room? Where was your room, like in the diagram of the ship? Because yep. I've always heard if you don't want to feel the ocean too much when the ship rocks, get a stateroom in the middle and a middle deck. I don't yep. know if that's true or not. but uh, I think the lower you are, the better it is because you don't sway as much. But we were seven. So um, I think 11 and 12 were where the pool, the, 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 the wind jammer, buffet, the gym. So I used the steps the entire time. I, I didn't use the elevator at all. Anytime I went anywhere on that ship, I was going up and down the steps. And we were pretty close to the steps. How did you know what day it was then, Tom? I know. No, yeah. The ele- No, th- okay, that's not true. Deparkation, <laughs> when we left, I got into the elevator. And yes, I looked down, and sure enough, that damn, uh, on the floor, it had the day of the week, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> I know, Dave, because I have my smartwatch. It tells me all the time what, <laughs> okay. what day Sorry, I've seen a lot of vlogs on Royal Caribbean, and every one, every new day, they all start with a picture of the carpet. Oh, what Lord. days on that carpet in the elevator? Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, what else? Okay, we talk about so we had the early dining. So uh, most, so Royal Caribbean is a little different because they have the any anytime dining as well. So they have early, late, and anytime. The anytime is you go, you just kind of show up, and they seat you kind of like a regular restaurant when they have availability, they throw you in. Or something to that effect. I don't know if you make reservations. We just did the early because I'm just accustomed to that with kids. You know, you don't want to wait till 8 o'clock. Plus, I'm old, so 8 o'clock is pretty late for me normally. So, early time dining sounds pretty good to me. Food, eh, it was okay. There was nothing special with the food. I, I didn't find anything 
all that uh, intriguing. This is the food that was all included with your price, right? Every, yeah. So they have restaurants. Yeah, I guess that's a good good point, Dave. They do have uh, restaurants that you can buy. a. They have dining plans just like Disney, right? So you can buy an unlimited dining plan where you go to these specialty restaurants and for an upcharge, you, you can eat at these places. We didn't do any of that. Being the first time on a Royal Caribbean ship plus, again, we weren't really celebrating anything. So why up? Why, why buy the the upgraded food? I hear, I hear the food's very good. Although I did buy nachos because I am a fan of nachos. So <laughs> at the at the sports bar, I bought the nachos. Uh, they're pretty good uh, for the most part. Now the pizza was 24 hours a day, so they had a pizza place that you could get pizza all the time, and it it was okay. The Windjammer, which was the buffet, they were only open certain times. So they, they'd close. They'd be open for breakfast a certain time, shut down. Be open for lunch a certain time, shut down. Be open for dinner a certain time, shut down. So you're limited with that buffet. In the buffet, that food was pretty good as well. It was not a buffet, however. They had people in, like, it was a buffet, but they had servers standing there giving you the food. That was fine with me because, you know, I. And it's not like when the, you know you can see these ridiculous uh, buffets with the crab legs and you see these people with the <laughs> plateful. Like, yeah, I wasn't doing that, so I didn't care. You can serve me. What's wrong with that, Tom? Oh, I mean, I, that's my dream right there. Oh, my. I, drive me insane. <laughs> I love those crab legs. <laughs> Do you take the whole thing? Like when they bring out the bucket, you just like to take the whole bucket. Like uh, I would. Everyone else be damned. I would try. Get me that <laughs> some shrimp. And I'll, I'll be. And they take so long to crack. You're there for like three hours. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I don't take the whole thing, but I would love that. But yes, so the food overall, there was nothing that stood out that was great. The ice cream was uh, probably slightly better than Disney and Carnival. Maybe. Maybe it may be a a smidge. They did have a Ben & Jerry's on board that you could up, you know, you have to buy that. But you did have that. But food overall, yeah, eh, nothing to write home about. It was food. It was okay. It is what you'd expect to make Golden Corral, you know, level food. Yes. I mean, the now, sit-down restaurant. How would you compare that to like Carnival when you guys did Carnival and their food? I feel like the Carnival dining dining rooms or the dining room when you went to the dining room in Carnival, I felt like they were much more adventurous with their food. You could buy you could get escargot and just just weird things that you wouldn't normally get. Where I felt Disney and Royal Caribbean. It, especially Royal Caribbean, their menu didn't change all that much. Whereas I think Disney, the menu was completely different. Like every time you go to a, well, Disney was different because you go to different dining rooms each night. And it, obviously the more nights you stayed, the longer the cruise you'd have to repeat, but they'd have like three dining rooms on Disney. So you'd go to different dining rooms that were differently themed and they had different menus. So you never, it was completely different. Uh, Carnival, you went to the same dining room, but their menus every night was completely different. Like, their menus were completely different. And mm-hmm. Royal Caribbean, you went to the same dining room, but the, and the menu was slightly changed, but you basically had the same appetizers. Maybe some of the main courses were different, and maybe the desserts would fluctuate just slightly, but for the most part, it was the same thing. Like, you weren't... There wasn't a much difference there. I, I'd say... I'd say, I guess Royal Caribbean would be the least favorite. I like sit-down dining if I wanted to go of the three. Now that I think about it, they would probably be my my least. So, But, I mean, it's still fine. I mean, it's food, right? If you're hungry, <laughs> you can't go wrong with it. I mean, and they had all kinds of junk. I 
for the most part, stayed away from it. Like in the mornings, they had all the donuts and danishes and stuff. Nope. I had eggs and bacon and sausage. And I try to stay somewhat healthy on this cruise, which is totally different than my normal cruising experience. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Food-wise, yeah, that's that's where where uh, that really stands. The pizza was the only thing I knew that you get 24 hours. Like you could always get pizza if you wanted it. So did you did you say between Disney and Royal Caribbean who had the better food? I think Carnival would be for variety and stuff. I think Carnival would win on the overall food experience. Now again, I don't do specialty. I haven't done specialty dining with any of these cruise lines, so I cannot speak for that. But regular dining, whether it be the dining room, the buffet, the buffet, or or, or the specialty places on the ship, like Guy Burger, Guy's Burger at Carnival. I mean, that was really good. Carnival, then, I guess I'd give the edge to Disney because at least then they have different dining rooms with different menus each night. Yeah, Royal Caribbean would probably be my last for food, even though they may slightly win on the the crappy uh, soft-serve ice cream. <laughs> they, they may win there. But uh, yeah, one morning, it was weird. Like I don't know what time the ice cream opens. It was like 10 or maybe 11. And there was like a huge line waiting for this ice cream guy to... Because, again, because of COVID protocols before you just get your own ice cream now they actually have a guy can you imagine this being your job all day all you do is serve ice cream cups to people oh man i'd jump off the ship yeah i'd be gone i'd be I, I say, yeah oh my lord yeah but yeah there's a line waiting for uh, this guy to get his stuff together to <laughs> get ice cream people are insane but yeah but food wise yeah yeah Nothing, nothing right home about. So between the regular dining room and wind jammers and getting pizza and all that, how many times did you eat in each <laughs> thing? I know you were probably going to go day by day. You were, we got on the ship and we ate early. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we took you on a tangent. We, we, we ate lunch uh, the first day at, at the that specialty lunch. Um, we went to the dining room, was it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So three of the nights we went to the dining room and ate. The one night we didn't, we just ate at the Windjammer instead, the buffet, because we didn't really feel like we needed to. And I think we were doing something else. I think we were going to a show. And in order to get to the show, we couldn't sit down. Like, there wasn't really enough time to sit down. Because another thing about the dining is you get there, and it's not quick. Like, you, you order your food, and it takes a while for you to get it. So we didn't have time. So we just – and again, the menus don't change that much for Royal Caribbean, so we didn't feel like we were missing anything, like – you know, might as well try the Windjammer for dinner because we never tried it. So, in the Windjammer, the buffet, I mean, they have a ton of food. <laughs> no matter what you like, you will find it on this buffet. So, I mean, it's it's a hearty buffet to try to you know eat whatever you want. So, yeah, can't go wrong with it. It's fine. And then for the food quality, I don't think it, it fluctuated all that much. So, it's fine. So, yeah, that's the food for Royal Caribbean. Uh, entertainment. They had a welcome aboard show. So another thing about these ships and i guess i can write these too are their um the cruise directors like they play a huge part in your experience with the cruise ship that you know you see them all the time they make announcements they're, they're the ones that keeps the party going <laughs> as it were and so the this cruise director is very good very good he was a dude that danced around and you know that job i, I don't think i could do that job because you're there first thing in the morning you're in front of people and uh, late at night you're you're introducing shows you're doing stuff and you always have to be high energy and you got you know because you're what everyone looks to like hey this you know party woo, woo. so it, it's a it's gotta be a tough job uh, of the three cruise directors of the three 
you know, Disney Carnival and Royal Caribbean, I think Disney was probably the lacking. Like that cruise director didn't have the the oomph or the spirit uh, as the other two. This guy was really good, and the Carnival uh, woman was super good too. I mean, she was just always on, always talking. I'd say maybe she slightly edged out this guy in Royal Caribbean, but it was very So she close. was like like Julie McCoy esque. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. The love boat. Thank you. Da, da. Yeah. I had to. It's a cruise. It's a cruise podcast. I had to get a love. Boat of course. You, well, you have to, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> my critique of the cruise lines. I'm talking like, obviously, every cruise line, every ship has to have a cruise director. So, it's my personal experience with these three particular ships. I'm sure there's other cruise directors on Royal Caribbean and, and, and Carnival who may not be as good as another one on Disney. So, uh, take it for what it is. Yeah. How did you pick like your activities per day? Was there like something in the room or? Yes. Well, they, they, have, they, they have the app. They have an app uh, that you can look at everything, but they still did every day. Uh, your stateroom person would come in and give you a uh, piece of paper, as you can see. Now, obviously, the podcast people can't see this. Uh, and it has all the activities, your daily activities, what time everything is, what's going on that day, what port you're going to be on, tips for the day. So I use the app. And in the app, you can actually, they have a calendar and you can go and say, Hey, I want to see this show. And you click it and it, it makes the, it, it puts it on your calendar. So then you can check your calendar and you can see, you know, like a calendar, what you have planned for that day. So it's the very first day we went on and we chose everything we wanted to do. And then every day we just check the calendar. Oh, we got this at this time, this at that time. Now there were reservation requirements for the ice show it, it, they claimed you need reservations for everything, and putting it on the calendar did not make the reservation. However, it would remind you to make the reservation when the time when it opened up. But you only need it for the ice show. The ice show is the only thing that you actually need a reservation for, and we couldn't make it happen on the app, so we went to customer service and we reserved it that way. Uh, as far as the entertainment goes, uh, we'll go through each one. Welcome aboard show on night one. The cruise director came out. Very funny. Very good. The comedian on ship. Uh, another thing about the entertainment, I liked Carnival much better too. So this, they had one comedian for this ship, and he did one, like he did his opening set during this uh, Welcome Aboard show, like a, a abbreviated set, which was family friendly. Super funny. I mean, the dude, just absolutely hilarious. Had a great time with that. And then he did a an, an adult set later in the week uh, that was, you know, not kid friendly. The problem was the adult set... He repeated like a third of the jokes were from the other set. And I was like, what well, dude, you, you only have like what? 45 minutes of material. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, Oh, it was, and he, it didn't, it didn't come off good. Like I, it was not a very good show. I was not impressed. Now carnival, they, in, in it happened one night carnival. I believe those comedians every night they had an adult, like they had the, in the, the club, they had an adult set and they, they you know, they're always out. You could always see comedy, where this was more, and again, that was a seven-nighter where this is a four-nighter, so, you know, that there's a difference there as well. But the comedian, first night, hilarious, had a blast. Second night, repeated some jokes. It, it didn't go off as well, I don't think, so I, I wasn't as impressed. Uh, then there was uh, another guy who was a comedian and a juggler, so he was more of a physical comedy guy. Very funny, very good show. I enjoyed his show uh, a lot. He's very high energy. Like, this guy is just going crazy so I, I he does two shows so all these shows there's two so it's essentially i know 
I'm not sure if that holds true for this cruise in particular, but back in the day, at least the carnival, they'd have two shows that kind of corresponded with the two meal times. So if you're in an early meal, you'd go to the late show. And if you're in the late meal, you go to the early show. So that way they switch it up. That doesn't always hold true, of course. But so yeah, this juggler guy, he was pretty good. They had uh, the ice spectacular. The ice rink was the size of, I don't know, my kitchen right now. I mean, <laughs> very small. It is not a big ice rink. Uh, the people who were doing the ice skating were very good. I mean, they were jumping and doing things and <laughs> doing ice stuff. So uh, that was good. They did have open ice, which was I thought was very odd for a ship that, I don't know, has 3,000 people or something. Like, oh, on day four, you get to come out and ice skate. But it was like it opened up like at 3 p.m. Like, it was very minute amount of time. Like, what if half the people on this ship actually go to this thing? There's just no way you could facilitate everyone. So I'm not sure how that worked, but we didn't do it. Then they had Grease. Now, this was their Broadway show or Broadway-esque show. And I was so disappointed in this show. Only because I wanted Grease. I wanted a broad, you know, a truncated version of Grease because I liked that movie. This was not that. This was characters they had the characters but essentially they just came out and sang songs from the movie like there was no acting really i mean it was just it was just them singing songs and they had like two people who were like being like the radio host hey welcome to the next dude that 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 they do a little thing and then they'd come out sing a song then hey welcome that 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 sing a song so there was no there's no story it was just that they sang music and two of the songs that they did i have no idea if that if that is in the movie, I'll be damned. I don't. I've never heard the songs in my entire life. I'm like, what is this you're singing? Because there must be enough music to fill the half hour, or 45 minute show. <laughs> I don't know what those two songs were. They're very strange. So I was disappointed only because I wanted to see a show. I wanted you know act you know them acting and doing their things. I didn't get that. Uh, obviously throughout there, the cruise, was yeah. there like a theater that they performed in? Yes. Tom? Yeah. 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 There is a big theater that. The, most of this stuff was in. Obviously, the ice rink was in a different theater. So, we, did your boat have that water show? Or was that on a bigger? No, show that's a bigger show? one. Yeah. So my boat did not have the the park. You know, the bigger ships have the park. Central walk, Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, mine had a. It had a, a a section where you walk through, and it was really nice. It was like a shopping, retail, pubs. It was a really nice section that you walk through, but it didn't have yeah some of the bigger ship stuff, including that fountain, but. Uh, but they had live music all all the time. The different different little bars you go in and listen to different types of music. There was a guy who played guitar at the uh, L uh, was it L and Anchor Pub, like three nights. Uh, he did three sets, and oh, fantastic. He such a good job. And that, like I said, we went there and we sat there and you know they came and served us and drank and it was so good. And they had different, they had like salsa music in the one bar and you know, there's ton, ton of music. If you want music, live music, you can definitely get it. Then they had trivia, bingo. We played one bingo. I don't know why I play bingo. It's such a waste because <laughs> we would go in. I'm not willing to spend a hundred bucks on bingo, which essentially you have to do if you want any chance to win because you walk in, it's like, oh, for 40 bucks or 50 bucks, you get the minimum bingo thing you can get which you get like one set of cards for each game. So they play three games and you have one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe six cards per game. You get like those cards for like 40 or 50 bucks. That's all you get. And you don't even get the stamper. Like you can buy the stamper separate, which is ridiculous. Then you get these people to come in like, Hey, you get for this package. It's like 80 bucks. 
and you get these cards that you get to physically stamp, but then we give you this machine that has 30 cards that virtually do it itself. You don't have to play it. You just It'll just tell you if you win. Like, wait a second, what? <laughs> it's absurd. So, yeah, these people are buying all... Then, then of course, they have the, 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 the peel-away things, too, on top of that, where you buy those on top if you want. It's a whole thing to scam. So, yeah, we're sitting there with our, like, six cards going against these people who have literally, like, these machines that are calculating 80 cards. Like, oh, give me a break. Yeah. What yeah. are the prizes? What do you... We must win money. some serious money or yeah, yeah, something. there's money. Yeah, there's definitely money. Um, there's three, of course... The the last one is the most money, and yeah, it, it's. Is it's it a, hundreds of dollars? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do they have a casino on the ship? Yes, yeah. Royal Caribbean and Carnival have casinos. Disney does not. Uh, the Carnival when we went on in 2017, you could smoke on it. It was the stinkiest, nastiest thing ever. This you didn't smoke, I don't believe. So I, I think I was mis misspeaking earlier about it being smoking, but. I put like 60 bucks in slots just because, you know, my ex-wife never played slots before. So I was like, oh, here, here's how you play slots. Ring, ring, ring. Oh, we're done. <laughs> There's quick 60 bucks down the drain. So they didn't have any uh, Texas Hold'em poker. They did have table games like three card poker and stuff like that. Or ultimate Texas Hold'em. But I didn't spend any time in there. So I, I didn't do they have that. Blackjack roulette. Yeah. Basic yeah. They, they have the basic. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, that's basically all the entertainment on the ship. Entertainment-wise, like I said, I found Carnival to be... Mm, Carnival and Disney were both good. Because Disney, we saw... I think it was the Beauty and the Beast show, which was so good. Like, it was a really good show. So those two are, I think, better. And in Disney, you get first-run movies, too, in their theater. So you can watch first-run movies. Like, if a movie comes out that day, you get to see it on the ship. So that's amazing. Which you don't get with these other cruise lines, obviously. So, yeah, Royal Caribbean... Again, entertainment was fine. I, it, I enjoyed my one Carnival Cruise. I enjoyed that entertainment better, but it was still okay. Uh, I guess Ports of Call. So the first day was at sea, uh, and we just walked around and drank and did nothing. Day three was, well, I guess technically first day is embarkation. So day two was at sea. Day three was Coco Key or Coco Cay. That's their private island. It was us in another ship. We spent 90, 90% of the day on Chill Island, which is like their relaxing part of the beach. Not the We didn't do the water park, so I cannot speak for all the slides. They, they have this tallest slide in North America and all this other stuff. We didn't do any of that. We chilled out at the beach. We played uh, they had table tennis, so you could play some beach table tennis. They had big um, Connect Four. They had Jenga, giant Jenga you could play, uh, cornhole. So they had an interesting thing on the beach. Giant billiards. So they had like a pool table on the ground with giant like inflate, like inflated balls. And you kick it. You kick the balls instead of using like a, you know, it's like a kickball. So we didn't actually play that, but that looked interesting. Volleyball, of course. How did you choose where you were going to spend your time on the island? Did you check everything out and then settle down? or? Well, like, I, what did you do? I watched videos beforehand and I knew we were just going to, we just wanted to hang out at the beach. Like we didn't, we didn't want to do the water park. We didn't want to do, we just wanted to have a nice beach day. So chill Island so was, was a great place to go. Yep. Was all the water park extra or just the slide park? Well, the water park is extra. Like you do the wave pool and the slides. They do have a pool that you can go to a swimming pool that we did go to right before getting back on the ship. We went there for all of maybe 20 minutes just to check it out. Cause say we did it and it was, it's very nice. It's very large. 
They have a uh, pool bar that you can go to. They have a pool bar in the ocean as well that you could swim out to. But it was packed. I mean, everybody and their mother was out there. I'm like, oh, I'm not going out there. Because they have people walking around, uh, waiters, and you just have them get you your drink. So why would I swim out to a pool bar? Uh, what was that? <laughs> oh, yeah. So the, the swimming pool was fine. They had, like, these chairs that you could sit in, like, on the lower level of the pool. So you're kind of in the water, but you're not really in the water. So it was, it was pretty nice. Yeah. The pool was very nice. I personally, if I was going, I probably would have split more time up in the, the pool because, you know, I like the beach, but I also like the pool too. So I don't know. I'm sure the pool is crazy crowded the whole was time. The food any, was the food any different on Coco Cay? So I was very negligent on the food at Coco Cay because – they had they had the buffet which had you know your typical hot dogs you know your barbecue stuff I never even went there I never saw it they also have which is a nice thing they have little stands set up throughout the island where they serve other things like uh, they have chicken sandwich I had a chicken sandwich which was really good um, they had some type of salad I can't remember what I got I got I only ate like a salad and like a chicken sandwich the entire day they had funnel cakes in these stands and they actually looked pretty good. I did not get one, though. I was like, nope, I am not eating a funnel cake. So I really didn't sample much of the food, unfortunately. You just spent your calories on the alcohol, yes. obviously. Yes, every calorie was an al- alcohol intake, yes, 100%. Yes, yes, that's, <laughs> that is true. Now, every calorie. On the beach, are there umbrellas so you're not in the sun the yes. whole time? Yep, or? they have umbrellas, chairs, um, hammocks. I was on a hammock for a little bit hurt my back because i'm too old to be in a hammock apparently <laughs> <laughs> what about um do they have like scuba diving i know at disney they yeah. have special scuba diving there yeah you could rent scuba or equipment snorkeling snorkeling yeah. i mean sorry or, yeah, yeah yeah snorkel scuba they may have scuba there on the island too but yeah yeah disney the great thing about disney's private island is they actually sunk like little ships and like little uh, hidden mickeys and stuff in the water so when you scuba or when you snorkel you can see that stuff of course I was there, and I spent a heck of a lot of time snorkeling, and I didn't see crap. The only thing that happened to me was I got a headache because I stuck my stupid GoPro on the top of my my, uh, my my snorkel, and the positioning of it, I had to push down into the water. I had to push my head into the water further so that way the GoPro was underneath, and the added pressure of the snorkel against my head gave me a migraine. So oh, after no. like an hour, I was out. Like I had to go to their uh, their <laughs> their first aid and she gave me some medicine, and I just laid on the laid on the chair for like an hour and a half. Trying you to know what they have wrist straps for yeah, the GoPro. No, no, thank you, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be cool to have it as my line of sight, right? Like, oh, what uh, I see, it sees. Yeah, no, wrist strap, 100% the way to go. <laughs> Plus, it was one I bought. I bought this snorkel uh, gear, so I thought, oh, well, I'll use this. Yeah, huge mistake. But yeah, the island is really really good i i thoroughly enjoyed it uh if i'm going to compare the three i went to coco key castaway and the one i did for carnival it's not theirs but i can't remember what it was that was probably the my least favorite the one at carnival disney was coco key castaway mm, k i don't know yeah disney is castaway i think i, I may have to give the edge to disney only because they disneyfied it and they had the they, they had the 5k run which was awesome yeah, I'm getting to Disney. I'd say Private Islands, I still prefer the Disney one better. But Coco Key, Coco K, whatever you want to call it, definitely a close second. And the Carnival one we went to, which 
I can't remember the name of it at the moment. Uh, I have a YouTube video of it, 360 video of it. Um, that one was def- a di- distant second, or third, rather, of the private islands. So for this trip, an almost perfect day at Coco Cay. Well, this trip was a perfect day, really. I mean, I, I drank a lot. I didn't eat, but you know, the fact that you well, the drink packages work on the island was really a big selling point. <laughs> it worked out very well. Because, uh, yeah, I, I, I drank uh, many, many drinks. So if you didn't have the bottled water, would you just get cups of water? Is that what it is? And drink the cup? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I didn't like the idea of that. Because, you know, they bring, they, they basically take seawater and they, you know, they, whatever, ionize it or whatever they do to make it potable. or Desalinated or, or yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Bottled water sounds good to me. <laughs> so I did that. Uh, then day four, Nassau. So Nassau was interesting. So we got off the ship. I wasn't even sure I was going to go, but uh, my ex asked me to go on the ship and walk around there a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's fine. So we wanted to try some local uh, food. And so we went to one place. And we shared. We had a, what's the mama, papa, mama? Bahama mama. We had a Bahama mama and Bahama papa. I don't know what the hell that means. We wanted mojitos because the, the, this little uh, stand, this little place mom and pop shop had mojito posters everywhere and we were drinking mojitos most of the trip so uh fans of mojitos i'm like oh we'll get a mojito then have it like what you all your half your signage is about mojitos <laughs> then they had these these shots like all these different shots you know all these you know crude named shots with all this stuff like four shots for ten dollars you know blah 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 and then we're like okay let's get some shots because we got the bahama mama the bahama papa and we got some food some local dish that we were sharing and so we asked the lady who, and then the, of course, this person doesn't speak any English whatsoever, so it was very hard to communicate with her. She's like, no, four shots must be the same thing. So the four for ten, they had to be the same shot. Like, you couldn't mix the different shots up. Like, well, why? What? Like, I don't, why would I ever do that? And they, they're like, four for ten, six for twelve, or you know, twelve, eight for, like, nine. like, why would I get the same thing? Like, the whole purpose <laughs> is, like, you have all these different varieties of shots, it wasn't shots of like bottled water. Was it? <laughs> no, no, yeah, well, bottled water. Maybe I drink that, but not the. Yeah. <laughs> but the one thing I found. So, we, like I said, we went there. We got two drinks in a, a, a meal that we split. We went to another place where we got two drinks. We went to another place where we got two drinks. It was like forty bucks, regardless. Like, no matter what we got, at the end of the day, it was like forty bucks <laughs> when we were getting the bill. Like, I don't know how these drinks cost so much or what's going on, but yeah, it was, it's it's more the experience, I suppose, right? So. We walked around, did some window shopping, drank, and then went back on the ship. So, this is a Nassau. Nassau, yeah, yeah, yeah. We really didn't. There is there is a beach you can walk to. We didn't do that. We just walked around the shopping. You know, got harassed. So this is a so our most four day cruises embarkation out to the private island Nassau, then back to the port of call. Uh, uh, if if, if it's Cape. if it's a Bahamas cruise, most likely yes. Yeah, yeah. Nassau is a huge port. Like everyone goes to Nassau. So that's it. That is uh, the days. Then we embark. Like so, wait. Like, there's no water coaster on this ship. There's no no aqueducts. Well, I guess you have the surfing. They they have water slides, but I, I didn't do them. I I did get into yeah. the pool in the um, Serenity pool, which is the adults only. We got in there, and that was fun. You could drink in there too. I was, so. was going to ask if the pools are so crowded you couldn't get in. Oh yeah, the the kids with the kids. It's too crowded 
You can't do it. Now, the adults, it's funny. The, the, the adult pool is literally maybe double size of a bathtub. And then one morning, somebody was, like, doing laps. <laughs> they got, like, two strokes. They had to do a turn. and do like, oh, It was funny. Like, wow. You are hardcore about doing your, your laps at this pool. But they did have a section. They had the, the regular pool, which was, like, six feet. But then you could get out and go into this little, like, enclave of the pool, which was, like, eight feet or something. Like, it, was, it was, like, bigger. Like, it was, like, deeper. Like, ooh. I didn't do it, though, because the day we actually got into the pool, it was, like, really windy. It was, like, the wind, it was, like freezing. Like, it was awful. It's just too bad. But the, there's bars everywhere. So you can go out, get a drink, drink in the pool, or take the drink into the pool and uh, drink it. Pool water was really warm, so that's good. How full was the ship, Tom? I don't know. I have no idea. I know they're not full capacity, but I don't know how many people, I don't know what it was compared to how many could be on it, how many were on it. It seemed pretty full. I mean, it, it appeared to me at least that it was pretty busy. So I'm not sure what the capacity level was. That was it. I mean, that, it, overall, I, I love cruising. So I'll always go on a cruise no matter what the circumstances are. Um, although September, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. I, I, I'm kind of up in the air. I might cancel that. I don't know. What do you have in September? Which cruise? That's the Carnival um, Mardi Gras. Oh, with yeah, the, the one the that – The coaster. Yeah. yeah. The I, ship wasn't ready yet or yeah, you guys – Yeah, yeah, So I don't know what I'm going to do with that. That's a seven-night cruise. Like a three or four-day – goes out of New Orleans – no, no, it's is out of the... Port Canaveral. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. Some of these ships are getting so big, especially the Royal Caribbean ones. So yeah, yeah. Every, every time. About a new ship, it's like even bigger. Well, I mean, they have all they they, like they shopping they, malls in them. <laughs> they increase it by like five square feet so they can say it's the biggest ship. I mean, they do that on purpose so that way they get more press because it's the biggest ship. But legitimately, it's <laughs> you know, broom closet bigger than the other one, but they still get the press really so. So yeah. do you like the cruising because it's relaxing, although you're probably yes. pretty busy? Or it, Well, it, it, can, it can be whatever you want. Like, if I want to hang out and do nothing but drink, I can do that. If I want to get off the ship and go snorkeling or do, like, some extreme activity, I can do that. It's really, it's it's your what, what you want to do. And it can be as busy or as laid back as you want. And it's your call. It's what you can eat, you can drink go to the gym you can not go to the gym it's really it's it's really it's just designed to be whatever you want it to be if you want to be adventurous I'm guessing without you younger kids it's more relaxing too right because you don't have to worry about entertaining them or getting well yeah they have the kids club so if the kids like the kids club that's great then they go there but if they don't like my kids they didn't really want to do that but they were old they want to hang with you you're a cool dad uh no they wanted to be in their room and be on their phone <laughs> oh like, you're yeah. like come on yeah, come on yeah we're on a cruise disney so, cruise my question on the price and the value. So Disney is generally more a good bit more expensive than Carnival yeah. or Royal Caribbean. Yeah. So do you feel like you're getting the same value you do on a Disney, or do you feel like with the other ones you have to get the upgraded food and maybe you know the entertainment might not be as good versus what you get with Disney? I guess what I'm saying is Disney worth the extra money when you compare it, you know, to Royal to Royal and and Carnival. Honestly, I. I I can't justify Disney, to be honest with you, because there's not that much difference. Yes, you get first one movies, you lose a casino, that may not be a big deal. Um, Disney ships are newer, of course. You get the characters, the, the Disney characters, that's something, I suppose. But but you're saying the price I've always heard I've always heard that the and I, I some of the vloggers that I've seen have said this. I don't know, it's true that to me is what I've seen, and I've not been on a cruise yet, but the 
the baseline food that food just included with Disney, some of the food looks better than what I've seen on the non-Disney cruise ships. I, you, I, I think, think that, you said earlier that may not be your experience, though. Disney Cruise was fine. I mean, the food was fine. It wasn't it wasn't out of this world. I mean, they had Mickey bars. You have you could eat all the Mickey bars you want at Disney Cruise. I still, to this day, have not had a Mickey bar, even though I could have literally had them delivered to my room on the Disney Cruise for free. I still have not had a Mickey bar, which is ridiculous. But I think the Disney food is good, and the dining experience is better on a Disney ship. But does that justify the extra money you pay? I wouldn't think so. I'd go on a Carnival cruise. If I had to choose a three with the pricing the way they are, I'd probably pick Carnival. Now, I would like to do a Royal Caribbean with the big ship, with the park and the waterfall stuff. And certainly. Uh, but Carnival, to me, you know, they're the party. But, I mean, they have the venues. They have the entertainment. They have the bars, the food variety. I, I thoroughly enjoyed what I got from Carnival, and you know that and Royal Caribbean are both, you know, comparably priced to one another, with Disney being much higher. Before I forget to mention, I'll just throw this out: I'm down on the '80s cruise. So <laughs> if you ever want to go on those '80s, heck cruise, yeah, let it, we'll we'll be there. I'll drag Chris along with me. Oh so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we certainly must do a cruise together. One hundred percent. So much fun. No, was the cruise was it was it uh smooth or was it rocky? That no, wasn't bad. Like, uh, was Crib, the Bahamas uh typically it's pretty smooth. I mean, I mean there was a little bit of waves, but it wasn't too bad. So it's it's pretty safe to be out there. Well, again, this type of year too, I think is better than if you were go when it's hurricane season. It's probably a little rougher maybe, but I don't get seasick anyway, so it doesn't bother me. But I didn't really feel it on the ship too much, so. I would say the Alaska cruise is on my bucket list, definitely. Yes, too. yes. That would be a definitely a different type of cruise than right. you know the Caribbean. But I would certainly like to see that, yeah. Wherever you guys want to go, let's do it. We'll book it. Get so Joanna. Were you a- Tom, were you able to grab like a, a chair or a, you know, like beach chair out on the deck at any time you wanted? Yes. Or was it so crowded you no, couldn't get I, I ne- we never had an issue getting a, a chair, ever. But like when we went, we'd go to the gym grab something like to eat for breakfast and go up and grab a chair. So, I mean, most people were probably still eating or like we, we're, we're old. So we get up early. You know, you know, you know <laughs> I'm probably up at the gym by, you know, seven, seven thirty. So, you know, we, we early bird gets the worm as it were. So I, I think, hmm, I don't know when I'm walking around, I think there's always chair. Like you could always find a chair. Like there's always chairs like up in the upper level. Maybe, maybe not the best location, like not convenient to get to a pool, or maybe even a bar, but there's you if you wanted to lay out, you could most certainly find a place to do so. Overall, great experience. 100% do it again. Guys, and then this one was how much was it a person like outside of the alcohol package for the? Uh, free. This is the one I got from. Oh, the timeshare. Timeshare. Yeah, that's right, baby. You kidding? Yeah, that's right. Because you got the major dues for this one. You, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I did pay. Uh, uh, I did pay my gratuities. You did Myrtle Beach. You did Hawaii. Yep. And then you did the cruise. I'm telling you, do a uh, do a. <laughs> Dave's shaking his head. Do a Hilton timeshare, Dave. A little bit of a little bit of pain goes a long way for enjoyment. Mm. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's so good. Yeah, we had to pay gratuities. That's the only thing we had to pay out of the pocket. So I think it was hundred. I think mm, hundred and sixteen dollars, I believe, for two people gratuities. 
for this cruise. So what's what's a cruise like that normally cost? Like twenty five hundred dollars? No, no. You could probably get. Uh, boy, I don't know. Royal Caribbean. I see. I don't. I don't really price Royal Caribbean. You, I'm thinking maybe three, four hundred dollars per person. So maybe seven hundred bucks. Now, do you prefer? Like you did a four day one. Do you prefer that or no. a seven day? Seven. Or sometimes I see the carnival ones. It's a weekend. It's yeah. three. Like no, I don't yeah. know three what. Three is the shortest you can get for most part. I, I seven is for me. Again, I love the cruise. So the longer I'm on the ship, the better. Seven was fantastic. Four would be the minimum I'd want to do, unless being a Florida resident now, I could get like a really good deal on a three day, like last minute. I'd certainly do that. I mean, since I'm so local, I'd drive over, do it for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, come back, hundred percent. But if I'm looking to do a vacation, like I like, I would certainly want to do at least uh, you know a five or a seven minimum. But being that this was a free one, I'll take the four for free. Chris asked it earlier, but she's concerned about the rocking of the boat and being able to get seasick. Uh, well, yeah, like they do have drugs you can take. I wouldn't recommend the dopamine or whatever that one is because that one will. Dramamine. Yeah, that will jack you up. <laughs> I mean, I took that for the carnival. And I was like a zombie. I was like, oh, I'd rather be sick than have to. Oh, man. And you're not drinking any drinks on that. Well, you're not supposed <laughs> so you <should>. to. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, we've priced several times a Disney one, and Disney, every yeah. time we priced it, we Expensive. were like, uh, we're just gonna go on a regular vacation and ride rides because the cost was so much. Well, I hear now that with Disney prices rising and the hotel rates the way they are. It's cheaper now to book a Disney cruise than it is to stay like at a moderate or deluxe hotel, Disney hotel, and get tickets, park tickets. So I might, I actually might believe that right now. Yeah. That's why you stay at a Universal hotel. That's just, right. Whoa. Especially you if you know someone with a pass, then you get a deep uh, discount at those hotels. Oof, they're so nice. Yeah. We like we're now we'll stay at a Universal hotel and go over to Disney for like a special event or whatever okay, it is yeah. or a day. A like day. we've kind of switched and I like the Disney hotels, but if I'm going to pay three to $350 for Riverside or Coronado, like that's crazy for that cost. Well, there's always the Tom condo for only 90, a- $99 a night. <laughs> the Tom go Tom go. <laughs> Well, it's like a timeshare. We'll come down and promise to do so many podcasts that we stay. For ah, <laughs> perfect, perfect. Yeah, that that works out. Okay. Actually, right. can you can you do some uh, YouTube videos for me? <laughs> I can I can video edit. That's how I pay perfect. myself in the condo. Perfect, perfect. That that'll work out perfect. <laughs> yeah, I look forward. Uh, you know, if you guys come down this summer and uh, get to hang out, uh, yeah, that'd be great. So. That now, did you come great. off the cruise relaxed? Or uh, yeah, I'd say so. Uh, yeah, I mean it's hard not to relax on those. Even with my circumstances, it was a little rough, but with the alcohol, it helped out <laughs> pretty good. Fifteen <laughs> drinks a day does wonders. This, uh, yeah, yeah, it'll do. Great if you guys drinks. don't follow Tom, vacation here, Tom on Twitter. This is the one I think you posted on, right? Yes. Did you do one Facebook? I, but you mm-hmm. did. Um, Twitter is my main thing. Yeah. You did a picture when you were leaving on the deck with your drink. Okay. You did a picture in the gym where you didn't look all that happy. <laughs> <laughs> You're working out. And I think you did like a third one. And you did what? Oh, you wrote something about the um, getting the uh, martini. And I think I wrote you. Oh. Like, I've never had. I've always wondered, like, would I like that or not? But I've never. I'm not going to go to a restaurant. It, right? You look at the cost. And, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's. 
Yeah. So yeah. What can we expect on your YouTube channel now that you're in Florida more? Would you be will you be doing Dave. Disney Universal and SeaWorld? Will you be doing just like SeaWorld and well, Legoland? I, I have, I have Are the, there parks you're concentrating on? I have the Bush Garden or the SeaWorld Entertainment Pass, so I can do the water park, SeaWorld, you know, the Aquatica, SeaWorld, Bush Gardens Tampa, Adventure Island. I have the Universal, so I can do Universal Parks. Uh, I'm holding out on Disney because they don't have the they only have the midweek one, which I'm not really all interested in. So I'm holding out at hopes that maybe that will be released sometime soon. Although I just recently read an article that they're, and they're speculating that it may not be till mid-August. They're waiting for the summer rush to get by before they reopen the passes. That would stink. At that point, I may have to just pull a trigger and buy the midweek one. I guess I don't know. Ideally, I'll be doing I'll be covering all that stuff. Well, speaking of cruises, I can't believe it took us this long to get to it. When you go, and I know you're going on the Galactic Star Cruiser, and yeah, you're cruising yeah, in space, right. yeah, yeah. and you're already going to buy the room. If yeah. there's three beds and you need people in there to take up the you're beds, in? let us know. All right. I'm well, in. We, we are cutting the cost, too, though. You know that, right? <laughs> that's yeah, Dave's so. dream to go on that thing. Are you kidding? Uh, he would love for that. For that price? That's but that's truly the cost of like when you look at the price of of course it's yeah. it's an immersive yes role play but I call still. it like did you ever do the void the, no the VR? I, I wanted to and I never got a chance oh, to. oh it was phenomenal yeah. and I, I I know the thing's not VR but it was so transcending the 30 minutes like I walked out of that like this is a, the technology amazing that I, I would imagine that Galactic Star Cruiser. I don't, I don't would be. know why people didn't talk about the Boyd Moore in Disney Springs. Oh my God, that was amazing. It was awesome. I heard it was it, great. You like you were a stormtrooper and you had yeah. a quote unquote gun yeah. and you stepped over things and you felt heat and like what they did, groundbreaking. Yeah. Like really. So yeah. that's on my cruising. That's on my cruising bucket list too. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start Star with uh, Carnival Cruise and we'll move up to <laughs> the Star Cruiser. How Somewhat less immersive, but yeah. still good. <laughs> All right. Well, I think I think that's good, right? You guys uh, have any more questions before we call this one? We set sail on this episode. I do not. I appreciate all your knowledge, and hopefully, oh, no, listeners I, of your podcast can I, just soak up your knowledge. <laughs> I appreciate you guys coming on uh, and chatting with me. I, I I do greatly, greatly appreciate that. That's uh, absolutely wonderful, and we'll certainly uh, work together again coming up whether it be in Florida or in Atlanta or just over uh, the podcast or live streams or some type of YouTube collaboration, whatever it is. I mean, uh, man, you guys are great. So thank you. Thank or you so much. maybe Santa Claus, Indiana again. You never know. Oh, right. yeah. That's There's right. no video footage of I know. us meeting. But. How odd. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't think it ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that'll bring this episode to a close. So I'd like to thank my panel of Chris and Dave for joining me. And until we stream again, may the adventures be with you. <laughs> you skipped my statement, but okay, we'll go with it. Keep making memories. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Vacationer Steam Parks and More podcast. The show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Please subscribe and give us a review if you like the show. Visit our website at www.vacationerspodcast.com. For additional content, subscribe on YouTube and Twitter at Vacationers Podcast. Please like our Facebook page, Vacationers Theme Parks and More Podcast. 
Send questions, comments, or if you'd like to be on a future episode to discuss planning or reviewing of a vacation, please email the show at vacationerspodcast at gmail.com. This has been a Vacationers Theme Parks and More production. For Vacationers Theme Parks and More, I'm someone who knows Neil Patrick Harris. Peace out, suckers.